Today we're back with Josh Fitzhugh and his treasured discovery about what is God's big plan for you. All right. So um, here we're talking treasured discoveries. So uh, Josh, what is this gold? We, we talk about how we, as we go into the word, we go mining, right? Bible study, digging in there, and we discover gold. What is some gold you have discovered? Yeah. I love it when um, the Lord shows me something more to, to a familiar passage. You know, there's things I've, I grew up, I grew up in the church um, uh, and have known and heard the Bible a lot. And, and when you do that, I think there's a, there's a danger that you that I can kind of become too familiar and just, and, and stop hearing what the Lord is saying in that. So I love it when he brings something um, to me in a, in a fresh way. And, and one of those places where that has happened for me is in, in Romans eight um, and, and Romans eight twenty eight is a favorite verse in when people face difficult times and, and, and rightly so. Um, and we know that, to those that love God, all things work together for good, even to those who are called according to his purpose. And then he, then he continues. And, I, and I've always appreciated that and know that, that okay, that, that the Lord is at work. The Lord is going to work even in these circumstances that are, whether, whether things we're rejoicing about or things we're sorrowing over, that he is going to work to, um, for, for the good of those who love him. He's going to accomplish good through this somehow and that's a great truth in itself but then what what one of those days would it just just hit me across the head <laughs> that's the way it has to work for me sometimes is say well what is the specific good you know is it is it is it just nebulous it could be a lot of things and i mean the lord does work a lot of different kinds of good out but what paul is saying in that passage is very much um whom he foreknew he also foreordained to be conformed to the image of his son. That is the good he's working towards. That is that he's, he's going to work out everything in, in my life um, to, to shape me, to make me become like his son. And the reason he's doing that is because he couldn't do anything better. There's no one he could that it would be better to be like there's there's not no greater gift he could give you know he could say well i'm going to work this out so that you have a comfortable existence or i'm going to work this out so that you all your dreams are fulfilled or whatever you know that okay those those would be nice things i'm sure i'd enjoy that but if those things happened and i was only like josh at the end of it that'd be sad <laughs> you know but but what he's doing is to say my big idea for you is that I am going to make you like my son. You know, I remember hearing, um, I remember hearing, actually, I was with your dad um, in, uh, in Port Colburn once, and Ari Harlow spoke uh, at, uh, at that morning, on a Sunday morning. And I remember chatting with your dad about it afterwards. But I never forget, Ari Harlow said, he said, it's, it's as if the father looks at his son and says, I wish I had a million more like him. And then he sets out to accomplish that, you know, it was just such a simple way of putting it, but I think that's, that's so brilliant that, that the father says, there's nothing better that I could do for anybody than to make them like my son. And that is what he's going to do. 
So there is a, that's the idea. That's the gold that I found there, that there's this very specific thing that Paul is saying and all that. He's going to work all this together for the good of making, conforming me to the image of his son. That's what he's at. That's what life's about. Now, you mentioned that very often this passage is used for times of hardship. How then does this, uh, what, what you've just been talking about, change this from merely being that inspirational text in the hardship to this transforming truth? I think, you know, in a, in a hard time, you know, if you've lost someone or someone has hurt you or you've had a disappointment of some kind, um, that the whispers in your ear that come in are either about how, you know, there's how this is, this is hopeless. There is, there is no point to this. This is meaningless. And in so when we, we hear this verse in those times and say, okay, actually God has a purpose, it just, it just, it shuts up those voices, you know, and say, this isn't about um, this, this, even more than this just being the last chance you ever get at, at something good. This thing itself, this loss, this bereavement, this um, disappointment, even, even this sin that was committed against you and even a sin that I have committed. God can, in his mercy, take those things and in ways that maybe we can only probably see much later and say, I'm going to change you. Maybe if it's, say, for instance, if it's a sin that I've committed to say, I'm going to use that to show you how ugly sin is. I'm going to take that thing that you did and that you now, you know, I'm going to make you see that that is the reality of sin. Maybe you've flirted with, with, with some kind of sin before. Maybe you've seen you wanted to, to kind of go for that. Now you see the destruction that is at the end of that road. Now you see it. And now you actually no longer want it. So he changes my desire. He changes my, my, my hunger. Um, for that and, and actually makes me sick when I think of that thing. That's, that's one instance I think where he transforms it. Or to say, you know, with, with um, a bereavement, if to lose somebody. Um, and, and sometimes there's, you know, there's nothing harder than that. Um, to actually say, I'm going to raise your eyes up above the real and good things that are going on and say, this isn't all there is because so often I think, you know, for me and just in the busyness of life and even with all that I do believe about the Lord and about, about what he's revealed, it's just, you know, the vision is about here, you know, and just looking and saying, this is, this is what's going on. And sometimes when he takes that, he can, when, when that bereavement or that hard thing comes, he, he comes in, and he says, you've got to see a bit beyond that. And as much as that hurt, I am able to use this to make you see that this is not, was not ultimate. This was not the biggest thing. It was important and it was good. And it's, and, and, and I think in, in a sense, you know, he weeps with us over true loss. But he mm -hmm. says it wasn't the ultimate. It was for something else. Um, and so 
you know, it, there's a sense in which it can keep us from idolizing things, making ultimate things out of, out of temporary things. So those are a couple of examples, I think, of how, how he, how he has done that for me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you were talking about the, the end goal that, that will, it, it's all to an end purpose. And part of that in, in the midst of a hardship, that that's a faith, you know, a, a trusting him. And I like how just a few verses down, it says, it, what is it based on? He who spared not his own son, That's right. but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, what is this based on? How can I trust that he will accomplish this in, yeah. in, in all these hardships to make me like his son? Oh, well, it's, it's in sacrificing his own son. It's in that hardship um yeah yeah absolutely and 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 with that too you know you think even in that to become to be conformed to the image of the son because when when he was on the cross you know how you have that heart-rending cry of my god my god why have you forsaken me and that the reality of the the and brutality of what he was facing then eventually leads on to when he says father into into your hands i commit my spirit and through that darkness and that that deep valley comes eventually the voice of trust and the voice of i'm in your hands and so he he actually wants us to, to bring us to that place as well where even in those hard things and uh, it's easier to say <laughs> than it is to go through um but but that's exactly he eventually will bring us bring us to that point yeah, and that, that's a great connection. Looking at looking at it in Christ, um, our ultimate example, right? Looking to Him, um, the Author and Finisher of our faith, shows us how, how then we ought to live. Good. Good. So now, how how do you? Uh, I like to say polish the gold, right? So so this is a great truth. This is something we need to keep in the forefront of our brain right but then as you said you know the the blinders the the yeah. vertical blinders start to come on so how how do you keep this kind of alive what, what are some of the things you do that's a good question i think for me one of the key things i think is is weekly um to celebrate the Lord's Supper. Like I think that that has the, the value of that. And yes, you know, we're giving to him in that time, but we never give to him, but he gives us way more back. And just, you know, to, to go back at week by week and say, okay, he didn't spare his son. Um, and to see whatever, whatever facet, whatever, whatever thing, um, the spirit of God brings out in, in that time, there's always a sense in which it's it's just pushing me back to see the reality that he's at work and he's gonna he's gonna he's saying okay now here's here's the week ahead now go off into it you know and and I'll be with you but um, 
in, in a sense, you know, to say we'll, we'll meet up again next Sunday, but um, not, not just then obviously, but right. uh, so I think that's one of the practical things I think is why, and why one of the reasons why it, it works so well, you know, to, to have that, that weekly time at the Lord's supper. Um, I think to just, for me, one of the thing, important things is trying to be disciplined to just stop and, and listen. Um, so when I think it's, you know, it's, it's usually when a big thing comes or, you know, it doesn't have to be a massive thing, you know, a, a loss of a loved one, but a disappointment or a, a difficulty is just to, to stop even for 10 minutes and, and stop trying to figure out how to fix it how to make it better, how to do the next thing that I need to do, which, you know, we have to do in, in so many cases, but just first, just to stop and say, just look to the Lord and say, okay, what do you want to do with this? So faith says your, your word says you're going to do good out of everything, every, anything and everything that happens, you're going to work it for that specific good of making me like your son. So do you want to tell me now or do you want to tell me later, Lord, how you're going to do this? Because I, I'm, I'm open to listen. But I, so I think I think for for me and just maybe my who I am as a person, you know, faith very much means stopping for a little bit and listening and uh, just just taking trying to to reorientate myself to him and his word. And very often it is when I just do the stopping and listening. It's this verse and others like it, that this passage that he that he brings my my mm. mind and my heart back to. Yeah, and it's like an intentional anchoring, right? In the in the storminess yeah. of life, it's just hang on a second. Let me make sure I've dropped the anchor. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. and just yeah, listen, that's listening, good. listening, so he can, so he can bring back what he what he needs to. Because it's not, you know, it's different places sometimes, and it's not always the, um, you know, I, I don't know the number of times I've heard people say, okay, this is this is not how you should do Bible study. But, but there was this one time when I opened my Bible and it just fell open to the right place. You know, the, you hear that because nobody wants to say that's that's a good way. And it's not as a method. But so often I think the Lord does bring, whether it's through a, a Bible that's just opened or um, somebody saying it, saying the, the right thing at the right time, where he brings to mind in different ways his word, you know, and that that's the fact that the idea of the, the living word of God, that he spoke it and when he spoke it, but he's still speaking it today in a living way. And he, he wants it to hit home in a, a living way to us now. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so that, that happened with me recently, even just through discouraging kinds of things. And, and I just sat down and I just like I didn't there's so many things to do. I said, no, I'm just going to stop. And I did. I actually did the open and it opened at, at Isaiah 40 and just saw things that I hadn't seen before. A great thing about renewing strength and so on. But, but one of the things that st stuck out to me um, was just that he, that he is the shepherd and he will shepherd his people. You know, I think for me, it's, I'm an elder in our local church and there were some things that um, wrestling through uh, as, as a church and it just, okay, ultimately he's responsible. He's the shepherd. You're just, you're the underling, you know, he, and get, get in line. Um, so he brought that home and that, but, but I think the, what he asks us to do, I mean, he'll do the comforting, he'll do the work, but first he says, you need, you choose to stop and listen, or you choose not to stop and listen. 
Yeah. So I'll do the talking. You've got to choose to listen here. Right. Okay. Yeah. As my dad says, uh, God doesn't have a communication problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the issue, right. the issue is, am I listening? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Well, good. Yeah. V- very valuable. Um, and again, it, it's, it's one of those verses. A lot of times people will go to, um, it's, um, one of the more well-known verses. Um, but you know, like you, a lot of times it, it it's it's so common, and again, probably decreasingly so, as we were talking yeah. about before. Yeah. You know, um, but but we, we need to be careful of of yeah. it becoming uh, common. Uh, you know, yeah. to yeah, yeah, we don't want to. Yeah. So, what good is it? What is the good that he's working towards? I think and. I think sometimes to ask ask that, and if we say if we say anything else, ultimately other than to conform us to the image of His Son, then we're we're settling for something less. Yeah, yeah that's he gives, a, other, he gives us lots of other good things too. But, yeah, 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 that's a good way to put it. We don't want to settle for anything less. Yeah. 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 He doesn't.